Welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are booksmen. Adult booksmen. Adult booksmen? Yeah, because last week we did kids' book. Oh, yeah. But now I mean, we're back this, doing adult books. This, this is week, kind of... Penthouse this is Forum. Kind of, <laughs> this is a kids' book, right? The Hobbit? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's a book uh, kids like, but I don't think it's right. like uh, it's an all ages I mean, book. I think it's it's yeah. meant to be accessible to uh, nerdy children, but it's more accessible to children than the Lord of the Rings. It's more accessible proper, to them right? than uh, Penthouse Forum for sure. No, that, that's that's the one. That's the one reference you have. Do Tom. they even still print Penthouse Forum? I gotta look. I'm sure up. they don't. They don't print any magazines, pretty much. No, they they print porno magazines still. There's, Do they? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I think there's some creeps that still just uh, that's the way they want to get it. Huh. Um. What? Oh, all right. Never mind. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find if it. <laughs> their Wikipedia page is incredibly sparse. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. Is do we only know about that through Seinfeld jokes? Uh, yeah, and like finding it in the woods. You found Penthouse Forum in the woods. Yeah, I can't, or With, like, like you dirty find, stories. You would find Penthouse, and maybe it would have ads for Penthouse Forum. Okay. Um, you were reading the ads? <laughs> well, Tim, sometimes the ads were the most titillating things. Uh, the The magazine is currently owned by Friend Finder Networks. I, I presume they are the uh, same people behind Adult Friend Finder. And they're or the, Friendster. Or, and they're the publishers of Penthouse Magazine. Hmm. All many, right. Uh, many of the editorial staff and... Half of the letter writers uh, whose contributions were published were women. What? Yeah. I think uh, well, I mean, the letter course. writers, they, they purport to be from women. Well, but regardless, it's like, yeah, they're going to print more of those than like some guy who writes in who's like, yeah, I go and jerk off outside the <laughs> outside the high school or whatever. Why does this exist? Do they have like an online version of it that like not of that brand, but mm-hmm. like um, has somebody been like, send us your dirty stories and we'll just post them for everyone to read? I mean, that's probably handled by like Reddit somewhere nowadays. Oh, yeah. You know, mm. people probably just post stuff there. Hold on one second. I just have some <laughs> Reddit searching to do. Um, Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I promised you an update. You were probably drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I bought a book. This is how this is uh, <laughs> uh relevant to books of the podcast. A book about making bread. Tom, uh-huh. great news. Tomorrow I bake my first loaf of bread. Tim, you're you're you were supposed to be doing this two years ago. That's when everybody baked bread. I know I'm behind the times, but like I'm, I think like more inside than I've ever been. Yeah, I am. I was I was actually going to ask you about that. Do you make an effort to take a walk? Um, no, I would love to. 
Um, I haven't been outside really. I, I actually moved my car today. Mm-hmm. So, but it's the first time I think since Monday that I've been. It's Thursday now. Yeah. Um, well, and unless you've got one of those Flintstone styles car, uh, you didn't walk when you moved it. You used the gas pedals. Well, I didn't. I didn't walk the. I, I didn't jump from my window into <laughs> like through my sunroof. And move oh, the I car. mean. For me, like the Flintstones, I do actually jump out the window into my car. I I go right through the roof every time. I slide down a Brontosaurus's tail <laughs> um, right into my car. Yeah, I mean, one day this week in New York, I forget which day it was. Maybe it was Monday or Tuesday. It was like real, real cold, like dangerously cold outside. Yeah. But, today uh, yeah, today was like um, the... Uh, that day in March when, like, it's almost when spring. When COVID started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's almost spring, and you're, man, that was the worst part of COVID. It hit, like, right at the coolest time of year, <laughs> yep. where it's just like, oh, things are beautiful, and then the partying starts, and it's yeah. just like, well, you've made it through the cold, harsh winter. Now stay indoors for another two years. And, and people like me and you had to cancel our parties. We had to uh, cancel our uh, Kentucky Derby mint julep <laughs> party and um, elaborate hats. Tim, I think uh, we should both start taking walks more. I mean, we don't live that far together. from each other. We could take walks together even. Yeah. Tom, we should meet up at some point. You should, uh, I mean, I know it's been cold and mm-hmm. like, but like, I don't know. Come on a walk. Uh, hey, meet my son, Tom. He can walk already. I mean, we'll, I'll I'll strap him to me, or I'll uh, push him in a stroller. Strap him to me. I'll take care of it. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust you. I think you'd like do a you fall on your face and crush him. Yeah. <laughs> not put not put my hands out to stop me. <laughs> yeah. Can you please not walk around with my son strapped to your chest with both of your hands in your pockets? <laughs> <laughs> I smell alcohol on your breath. <laughs> um. Well, along your bread making, Tim, guess what I'm getting into doing? I just I just got the, the necessary supplies today, Tim. Ooh. Uh, guess what I'm making? You'll never guess what I'm making. You're making cookies. No. That's a good idea. I should make cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Throw this other stuff out. Are you making like a like a like a, do you have like one of those Arduino things? Is that what that's No, what no, yeah. No, it's it's not technological. You're right oh, on okay. the food. But it's the opposite of cookies. Tim, I'll just tell you, I'm making brownies. <laughs> I'm making sprouts. What? Yeah. Wow. Why? Uh, because I've gotten into a really good sandwich or not sandwich wrap routine for lunch. Hmm. But I don't really like lettuce on my uh, on sandwiches. But I like sprouts on my sandwiches a lot. That Tom. That is the most shocking thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> really? That you like sprouts on a sandwich. I feel yeah. like um that's something that you would make fun of in like a in like a vegetarian sandwich. Like I could never get that. There's freaking sprouts on that. No, Why don't they that's put lettuce what I and like tomato on it. Vegetarian like... sandwiches, Tim. Huh. I wow. like I like sprouts. I don't like lettuce. Learn something new about you every single day, Tom. Lettuce is too you hard. You surprise me every day. <laughs> lettuce Lettuce, you got to find the right size lettuce to fit on a sandwich. Who's got the time for that? Sprouts, you can just kind of put, you know, you can fill in the however much space you need. You can cut the lettuce down to size, Tom. 
Uh, who's got the time? You seem like a guy that would enjoy an iceberg lettuce, a nice crisp bite into the I, sandwich in the right. I like an iceberg lettuce wedge with blue cheese on it at a steakhouse, sure. Okay. But on a sandwich, I prefer sprouts. So I got wow. uh, So you're uh, you know how you make sprouts, Tim? Um you like grow them in water or something, right? Yeah. I got these lids and uh you put them on a mason jar. And it like it's it, the lid has like vents and it holds at an angle and yeah you just put some uh, seeds in there and uh, give them a few days they turn to sprouts and you're growing your own food Tom look at you self sufficient yep between, I'm not milling my, my own wheat for the bread that my I'm making. sprouts and your bread we've got all of our bases covered for the upcoming societal collapse will be yeah. We'll hit the ground running, and I bought guns too, Tommy. You have a number of guns. <laughs> oh, perfect! Then we then we don't need any of this shit. We can just take other people's stuff. <sighs> Are you worried about societal collapse? I'm I'm less worried about it every day. Why is that? You're seeing improvements everywhere you go. <laughs> also, I feel like I live on a high floor, um, in my building. Well, Tim, what happens when they decide to use fire to smoke you out? Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like uh, anything that's going on on the streets, uh-huh. you know, it's going to take a while before they get 10 stories up. Yeah. That's, uh, so you're talking about, uh, I just recently learned that's called bugging in as opposed to bugging out. What's that? Like just kind of like holing up. If, yeah. If there's some kind of societal collapse or like natural disaster or something. Uh, and it's recommended in almost all situations. Yeah, it's my nature too, <laughs> which makes sense because I I was like uh, watching some videos about this kind of stuff, and uh, it was like, yeah, part of like the idea of bugging out. I'm like, well, where the fuck would I go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also like like my mom's house. I- She's not more prepared than me, <laughs> and I'm like not like. I'm not prepared to be anywhere outside of New York City, like in good times. Like I always feel like <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm out of my element. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Um. At least I know like the general lay of the land here. Yeah. And and yeah, you're you're up on a high floor, so. Exactly. Just try to get me. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. Uh, Tim has uh, plenty of society collapses and. You're on your last phone charge right now listening to this. Tim's got plenty of bread and dares you to try and get him. And a uh, 12-pack of non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> um, Tom, let me ask you about uh, The Hobbit and mm-hmm. the um, Lord of the Rings and J.R. Tolkien and mm-hmm. Peter Jackson and all that. Yeah. What's your relationship? Do you read the books? Do you watch the movies? I don't know any of them personally. Any of these. You don't know uh, Samwise? Um, Well, so I've never seen any of the Hobbit movies. Okay. Um, I did see, I believe I saw all the Lord of the Rings movies in theaters. Hmm. But I do remember falling asleep during uh, a lot of one of them. I bet you fell asleep, Tom. Oh, no, wait. I fell asleep when we went and saw Tenet. <laughs> yeah. 
No, not no, Tenet. not Tenet. Uh, Inception. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Tenet yeah. Right or so. Yeah. I mean, the and Lord, I, the Lord of the Rings movies are long. If you're not uh, geared up before you go see them, I mean, I I personally think that like a very impressive uh, piece of filmmaking to make all those movies. Like, right? You know, huge scale. They were making those movies. They made them all back to back for like years. Um, so I think that's all like a really cool thing. Um, I like them fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I, they didn't like blow me away. They didn't, uh, encourage me to read the books or anything like that, but I so like, you've never I, read the books. No, but like, I know what hobbits are and elves and, uh, dwarves and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, I tried I know to about watch the ring, the one ring. To rule them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know things through like a... Pop culture. Pop culture. Yeah. But like, I don't know. And things got pretty dark um, when those movies were the biggest movie Because like there were references. It was like, I didn't I didn't see those movies. I never read the book. I never watched Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all these references were like constantly everywhere. And I was just like, yeah, I, I know this is a <laughs> thing. This can't be enjoyable to the people that like the thing either. Right. Like I think if that I know like, ah, oh, yeah, Game <laughs> well, of Thrones. Uh. No, I was going to say, you know, I am obviously like a way, way bigger sci-fi guy than you. But I think that's one of the places where we meet where like neither of us is interested in fantasy at all. Yeah. And I want to be, I'd love to be able to get lost into this fantasy world. Well, Tim, let um, me introduce you to this magazine called Penthouse Forum. And it, <laughs> it in fact, oh. is a world of fantasy. <laughs> Believe me, Tom, uh, <laughs> I, I, I can I can disappear into that world anytime. Um, now that you've told me about reddit.com. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree, though. It's something that like I've wanted to get into. I'm like finally getting into Star Wars because of the Mandalorian. Like I've right. always wanted to be more into Star Wars than I am. And you're a big fan of that actress Gina uh, uh, Carano. Yeah, and that's yeah. what she's that's the what one that finally got you into. Star Wars. And then Wars. it got me out of it. Yeah, once once yeah. they fired her. Exactly, drove you right to Substack. <laughs> um, no, although I'm watching uh, the book of Bubba Fett right now. Mm-hmm. Did you say Bubba Fett? Boba Fett. Sorry. Okay. But also, I realized like Boba Fett sounds. You know, obviously, it sounds like such a Star Wars name and everything. Mm-hmm. It's one letter away from just being Bob Fett. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if it was like, oh no, the fearsome bounty hunter Bob Fett. <laughs> It's two letters away from being Bob Feet. <laughs> exactly. And who the hell would be afraid of that guy? Um, Bob Feet, get out of here. I'm only two episodes into that. And the first episode I had to stop halfway through because I was so bored. Uh, hmm. And that actually, like, I'm, I'm hoping it gets better. But I'm so far, like, very disappointed because I love The Mandalorian. It's by far my favorite Star Wars thing. And, the, you know, there's the John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni and they got Robert Rodriguez is like the showrunner on this. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like, oh. oh, this is going to be sick. And uh, so far, it's just kind of slow. But we'll see. Um, where they like, we'll make it like a Western, you know, and all these like filmmakers are like, I love Westerns. It's like, yeah. please don't make a Western. Nobody, nobody <laughs> my age wants to see a Western. 
Well, I mean, The Mandalorian's like a Western, but it's good. This isn't like a Western. I don't know what this is like yet. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Aside from being like kind of boring. Like a Western. <laughs> no, Westerns are fun. I mean, I've, a lot of what I find boring about it is that like, you know, it's all taking place on like pretty much the same planet that a lot of the Mandalorian took place on Tatooine, which is like where uh, Luke Skywalker's from. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's all just desert. <laughs> it's like, all right, how about showing some of these fancy cities and stuff that they got in these other planets? Yeah. Don't worry about Star Like You don't have to worry about don't these worry worlds. About Star Wars. Tim, I'm worried about Star Wars. What if they stop making Star Wars stuff? Remember when we did an episode of the other podcast? Um, it was called like The State of Star Wars 2020 or something. Why'd we do that? <laughs> Probably because I had just seen the, the latest Star Wars. and Yeah. We talked about all the various um, movies and stuff that like either we hadn't seen or didn't like. <laughs> right, and didn't like and barely remembered. Oh, you you kind of liked a video game. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember yeah. what it was called now. But yeah, video yeah. game is all right. Um, so yeah, Tom, um, I, I don't know anything. Like, I know that little goofball uh, <laughs> golem. From, yeah, from the yeah. commercials Smeagol for the movie. And Gollum, yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like I tried watching the first Lord of the Rings movie mm-hmm. and like fell asleep hard in I think the first three minutes. Fallen um, Fallen Order, I think was the name of the game. For the Star Wars game? Yeah. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Jedi Fallen Order. Hmm. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. It was it was it was gets the Tom Reynolds seal of approval. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think it's like ten dollars now, so yeah, it's worth yeah. checking out. Hey Tom, I got um nice controllers for my uh Nintendo Switch. What so do you mean if you want nice to play? I got the uh the ones what, that with like turbo uh, buttons. You got turbo buttons on those things. Yeah, I got turbo buttons. You know, you know. Um, you got not a the slow Joy-Cons. motion button that will just uh, press the start button and pause rapidly. <laughs> they had what those. What are you kinds. talking about? When we were kids, they had those kinds of controllers where they would have a slow motion switch, and the way it worked was they would just pause like rapidly mm. and make things go in slow motion. I'm sorry. What controllers did you get? I don't know. It just feels like, you know, do you have a, a switch? I yeah, do. You, do. I, you know, I got a switch. I don't know. Um, you know, they come with those little tiny controllers. Yeah, These yeah, are like are controllers that like you, you hold and uh, you can play Mario Kart really. Is it the uh, pro controller? Yeah. Yeah. It's the pro okay. controller. It's wireless, Tom. Yeah. Just so you know. Um, wow. I had the choice between wired and wireless. Psst, this is why I think everything's going to be okay. I've got the wireless. <laughs> Um. So if you want to play Mario Kart over the internet one day, Tom, Tim, we're bugging in. I got for Christmas a little Game Boy thing that's an emulator and can play like anything. Saw that. I saw you yeah, uh, playing I the Simpsons on Instagram game on it. Yeah, playing the Simpsons arcade game on a Game Boy. Can you imagine? Wow. Yeah, I, I, can, I can. It's <laughs> seems like a pretty simple game. It's, uh, but um, yeah, I've been playing that, like the Ninja Turtles arcade games, 
old old uh, Genesis games, all that stuff. So it seemed like The Hobbit was um, the <laughs> easiest entry point for me. It's um, the shortest books book, wise. I believe. Yeah, and it's like, and it's the first one. Yeah, and I thought it would be like real straightforward. I know mm-hmm. that like the Lord of the Rings is like this like epic kind of right. you know sprawling story, and I think this was like meant to be you know a, a nice entry point. Well, yeah, and um, the Hobbit always seemed to me that it was like this can be like you don't have to read anything before or after this. This is right. like a, a complete story, but also it's like you said shorter. And it's like a nice little kind of sampler of like... Yeah, and a moose-bouche. Yeah, like the great thing about this is it's... How many pages is it? Um, I'm reading a PDF that I found, and I think it's like 137 pages. <sighs> yeah, so it, it, it's... yeah. Not... It wasn't available at the library. I've kind of spun this all up last minute, so... Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, it, it's a pretty short book. So uh, I, I always kind of assumed that that was a big part of, like, the Lord of the Rings success because it was, hey, the first book, you know, imagine if Harry Potter, I guess the first Harry Potter book is, like, the shortest mm. book. Yeah. But uh, but it's still, I guess it's somewhat self-contained. But with Lord of the Rings, it was always like, hey, before you move on to those door stoppers, here's a little taste and it's a complete story and if you like it great there's more you can but, follow what the fuck's going on in this thing uh but, there's but you don't really have long to books even really read this to to get right. what's going on in lord of the rings and it sounds like yeah. even if you did read it you might not get what's going on <laughs> um and also, I have to say, on Patreon, Bradley was the one who suggested we do this. Got a lot of got a lot of hearts, and uh, Matt even seconded his idea by saying that's a great idea. Um, that that Bradley, uh, he's got a lot of hearts. Yeah, Th- thanks, thanks, Bradley. You got a lot of heart. Um, we like you. Um, <laughs> his picture is is a picture of him, and then like a caricature of him over his shoulder. I think. Wow. Yeah. Um, so well so done, we're, Bradley. We're not dealing with uh, you know some run of the mill guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's got a he's got a picture of himself. Um, I mean, it's better than either of me and you have. <laughs> we used to have puppets in our likeness. Um, <laughs> I still have my puppets somewhere. I think I just have yeah, no idea. Yeah, I think idea I do where. too. I can't believe we've never incorporated those into a live show. I thought you were going to say our audio-only podcast. <laughs> um, all right. So I read the first five chapters of uh, uh, The Hobbit. Okay. Um, so you've never, you, you don't know this story? Uh, I know that it's like uh, uh, a prequel of Lord of the Rings. Right. What What's the main character's name? Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, Bilbo Baggins, and he's like the the grandpa or something of like the the Hobbit from uh, Lord of the Rings. No, isn't he in Lord of the Rings? I he is, but he but he can still be a grandpa and be in it. Okay, but even but, that might be might be wrong. Yeah, Tom, this is <laughs> <laughs> look. All right, so. Oh, he's the cousin of Frodo. Okay. So there's this whole explanation of like what hobbits are. And they're like, 
half the size of a man, and they're in hiding, and that's why we've never seen them. And they've got hairy um, feet. Yeah, and they have no beards. Dwarves have beards. Right. So hobbits beards. are like kind of beardless dwarves. Okay. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot of mystical beings. Um, there's a lot of songs that they sing or like rhymes that they speak in at points. Everybody's yeah, got this like, like a whimsical. Playful. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in this whole book has like whimsical or like um, uh, wacky ways of talking, which is kind of <laughs> cool. To keep mm-hmm. the dialogue lively. <laughs> I have to say, as a man um, who's like, not getting much... cool, but I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, as a man who um, isn't getting a lot of sleep um, and doesn't have a lot of time to read, <laughs> um, to, like, parse this dialogue, it's just like, just talk like freaking normal people so I can take notes on what happens you, you in the plot. You should have read, uh, like, an Ernie Hemingway book. Yeah. Just simple, straightforward sentences. Keep it simple, Yeah. I'm going to just, next week I'm just going to do a bunch of Raymond Carver short stories. <laughs> um. So anyway, Bilbo is like this whimsical guy. He's like, um, he's like a hobbit who like, you know, he likes eating multiple breakfasts. He, he, he's he got I, I a comfortable, like. Hobbits, if I remember. Yeah, he's got like a comfortable life. He just yeah. like wants to like. He's, he's living, living the, his hobbit the hobbit hole. lifestyle. He lives in a hole, and they describe the house and windows. He lives in a hole, but for a hobbit, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in the beginning, he's out. He's always smoking this pipe. Yeah, Um, and he's outside smoking his pipe. Recently, an article about like whether or not what they're smoking is supposed to be weed. Hmm. Was it in High Times? (laughs) (laughs) It was in High Times magazine. No, I think. You know, it was one of those things that seemed like clickbait, kind of. And uh-huh. then I read it, and it was like, nah, it was probably tobacco. And it's like, oh, yeah, tobacco is another thing people smoke in bikes. <laughs> right. Um, so he's outside, minding his own. Mm-hmm. And then Gandalf comes up to him, the guy from the movies, Tom. Yeah, you shall not pass. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um And he's got a big beard, I think. But I, yeah. I think I might only know that from the commercials <laughs> for the movie. Um, and he's like, "Hey, uh, want to go on an adventure?" And Bilbo's like, "Nah, I'm nah, cool. I'm good in my just, hole." Like, yeah, exactly. And he goes back in his hole. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, good sitting in my hole, smoking weed and playing video games. <laughs> um, so he's just like, "Okay, cool. Um, have a good day." Um, and he goes back in his hole, and mm-hmm. uh, freaking doorbell rings, and they have doorbells, Tom. Yeah. Well, I think like it's not a whole hole. It's like a house built into a hill. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't care. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they leave. They leave. That well, first all these dwarves come, right? Uh-huh. I think thirteen dwarves in total come, is, and is they this hang gonna out. Be like, uh, like your criticisms of the Harry Potter books that you wish this book was just Bilbo hanging out in his hole the whole book. No, I mean, this is like, it's cool. And I think you do get enough. Look, my criticism of the Harry Potter books is valid. <laughs> um, I mean, I know you're a big J.K. Rowling supporter and think like every view she has, you, uh, you know, you get behind, you donate money to whatever cause she asks you to donate to. <laughs> No bully thing. whatever marginalized group she <laughs> wants you to bully. That's not that's not what I think. I think J.K. Rowling is wrong about her views. I think she's wrong about her views and should shut the hell up. But also, you can still like Harry Potter. That you know, they yeah. that's not 
the hers anymore. I just wish it belongs to everyone. Hogwarts is this like wonderful, uh, magical place mm-hmm. that, like, on a normal day, is like wondrous, and so many wonderful things happen that are like, uh, you know, delightful and ingenious. And we never get to see it just operate, even for one day, as normal. I mean, I feel like it's if you threatened read, by a big... If you read all seven books cumulatively, you'll get, like, some regular... Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I was I watched... read the first two, and I was like, you know what? These these books are for kids. <laughs> I, I, I watched a couple of those movies because they were, like, playing over uh, Christmas... And, uh, yeah, there was, like, one part where um, uh, Snape, played by uh, the late uh, Alan Rickman, like, uh, he's giving, like, a test, and, like, uh, Harry and Ron are whispering to each other or something, and he just, like, smacks him in the back of the head. And I was like, this is what I'd like to see more of. I'd like to see Severus Snape giving tests. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Let's just see a slice of life for a minute. Um. So um, these other dwarves come and they, oh, they're dwarves, not other yeah. dwarves. Yeah, they're not um, They come and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Bilbo's like, oh, good. I thought you guys were going to be, I thought it was going to be Gandalf that was here. Yeah. He wanted me to go on an adventure. And then guess who comes? Gandalf shows up. <laughs> oh, boy. And he's like, hey, Hopefully Bilbo. Hopefully at least uh, he brought some uh, weed or something with him. I don't know. He's he just like, oh. just empty-handed. Uh, Bilbo, we want you to like run a burglary ring with us or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he tells uh, this story about this one dwarf. His grandpa, I think, found a mountain with jewels in it like years and years <laughs> Wait, before. Who's grandpa? Gandalf's? A dwarf. Oh, okay. Right. And uh, then Smog, Smaug found out about it. Yeah, because that was one of those movies, The Curse of Smaug. The Desolation of Smaug. The Desolation of Smaug. And I guess he's like this big uh, I love the commercials for that movie because somebody would have to say that. Like a serious movie voice would be like, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. (laughs) Out now. Um so he found out that like these dwarves had all these riches and he like drove them away. I think he killed some of them and mm. now he guards the mountain and all the riches. The dragon does, yeah. Yeah. And so Gandalf is like, "Oh, we need you to go like uh I think one of the dwarves has a key and uh you got to go open it." Like and Bilbo's like, "Okay, fine. I guess I'll do that cuz he has like ancestry that likes to adventure or something." Okay. Um the and uh, they have dinner. They have a big feast, and I think mm-hmm. this is like in the movie that they were talking about. Oh, by the way, when you watch the movie, Tom, mm-hmm. you have to watch all three Peter Jackson Hobbit movies, which um, I think will take you longer than it'll take me to read this book. <laughs> it'll absolutely take longer than watching. Uh, first off, I'm not agreeing to that yet, but it will absolutely take longer than reading a 130 page PDF. <laughs> To yeah, sit the down pages and rock, are long, though. watch three Peter Jackson movies. Um, they're shot in that weird, like, ultra high frame rate. Oh though. yeah, but I don't think you can get those versions. Really? Maybe yeah. we can rent at a movie theater. <laughs> Maybe because I recently, not recently, actually, like a year ago, and I haven't watched it yet. Uh, like sought out 
a uh, a torrent of uh, Gemini Man in 60 FPS. Huh. And watch that. And there is a clip you can watch of Gemini Man on YouTube at 60 FPS. And it looks fucking ridiculous. It looks like it was shot on a phone. <laughs> Why... Why are these good directors insisting on this? I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Like it, because it's a different look, I guess. And I don't know, like I would like to see something. Cause I think for, for the Hobbit, like they did do some screenings at like 120 FPS. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that I'd be interested in seeing what that looks like because that's, you know, I don't know, very fluid. So maybe it's like, oh, this won't look like the local news because it's it's even more fluid. But but I but I still don't think that that means they should make movies that way. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't, a lot of, I'm, I'm, I'm looking lot to those, see if there's a version. A lot of those high frame rate things, they're like they didn't put them out on uh like blu-rays or anything they're just very uh hard to find they were only in theaters hmm why i think because people nobody liked them. the way they looked <laughs> yeah, yeah and i think when it's i don't know when it's in a movie theater when people are watching it maybe they're like i don't know this looks all fucked up but like the movie theater wouldn't mess this up right <laughs> right. Whereas if they People bought be throwing out their TVs, yeah, if they bought a DVD or a, a Blu-ray that looked like that, they'd be like, "What the? Oh, something's wrong with everything." I need to. Uh, I mean, honestly, they're probably worried about people just like returning them to the stores. Yeah, that's true because they look so bad, and nobody yeah. would like them. Um, okay, so all the dwarves go to bed at his house. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he's okay with that, and they were like singing dwarf songs and stuff. Um, all right, chapter two: roast mutton. Um, the next morning, Bilbo wakes up. All the dwarves are gone, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, "All right, good. I actually didn't want to do that. They went off on their journey <laughs> with Abby. This is cool." And then who shows up? A freaking Gandalf. This guy's like a a boomerang. Never gives up. It's like the Terminator. <laughs> And he's like, uh, I think you misunderstand. The Terminator's problem wasn't that he kept coming back. What do you mean? <laughs> it wasn't that, that you could tell phrase. him to leave, and then he would be like, "All right," <laughs> and then just show up again the next day. Tom, what is his catchphrase? <laughs> I mean, it is "I'll be back." <laughs> All right, you're right. I, I'm on. And he's wrong. a man of his word. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Gandalf comes back and gets him. He's pissed because he's like, I wanted my second breakfast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they start walking them and all the dwarves and Gandalf and it starts raining. And that's what I remember of the of the Lord of the Rings movie that it was just like, it's a lot they of walked walking. for a long time and then it rained. Yeah. Um, and then Gandalf leaves mysteriously at one point and all the dwarves are like, what the hell, where's Gandalf? Um, and then they encounter all these trolls sitting around a fire eating mutton. Oh yeah, who uh, we all hate internet trolls, right? These are actual trolls, Tom. What? So, a hobbit and a dwarf, and a hobbit and a bunch of dwarves, um, and a wizard who just left them encounter trolls. Okay. Um, and like, um, 
Bilbo goes and investigates. He's like, ah, oh, I see these trolls. Okay, let me steal their money. For some reason, he tries to steal Bad their idea. money, and he gets caught. Probably tries to the troll- steal their money because they got all the, a bunch of it. Yeah, and the trolls are a bunch of goofballs, so they're like fighting amongst themselves. They're they can't get their shit together to like yeah, they're dumb, um, eat I think. Bilbo. They want to eat Bilbo. Mm-hmm. Um and the dwarves come and they try to help Bilbo, but the trolls catch them, I think they'd put them all in sacks. All they right. tie them up. Um and then they're gonna eat all the dwarves, but then uh one of the trolls like says something that starts them fighting amongst each other again. Uh. Um and then uh the sun comes up, and everybody knows, Tom, what oh. happens when the trolls are in the sunlight. They turn to stone, right? They turn to stone. How did you know that? Because, I mean, that's a troll thing. That's not just... Uh, oh, is it? I mean, maybe they originated that in, in these books, but that's something everybody knows about trolls oh, wow. nowadays. I don't know. I saw Trolls World Tour a dozen times <laughs> in theaters. And they never turned to stone once. They never turned... <laughs> Um, turns out, Tom, guess what? What? Gandalf s- steps out of the shadows. He was the one who threw his voice to sound like one of the, the trolls to mm. distract them. Um, that's he why he's a lives. wizard because he can throw his, vo- his voice. I mean, he's, uh, every, they always say every good ventriloquist <laughs> is a good wizard. Uh, I looked it up, Tim. No, the the idea that stone that trolls turn to stone is from uh, Scandinavian folklore, hmm. okay. which, which like uh, Tolkien, you know, heavily borrowed from. Yeah, did you know that uh, he tested this story out as he was writing it by reading it to his sons mm. um, to see, you know, to, to kind of uh, do some uh, audience research. Yeah. Did he have His them uh, like move a dial as they were as he was reading? Exactly. Yeah. Well, there was a big uh, green button and a green red button that they were encouraged to press constantly, and uh, at a big uh, one way mirror. Mm-hmm. Is it crazy? We've talked about on this show about how a one way mirror and a two way mirror are the same thing. Oh, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. I mean, I guess it's just if somebody says an. A, a something way mirror that means not a normal mirror that means somebody yeah. can look through it from behind that's some cool technology when you think about it i don't know how that works <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny i, I, I like <laughs> it's not funny <laughs> you tom how many homes have you been in that um you've gone into the bathroom there's been a mirror there. It could have been a one or two way mirror and you would have had no idea. Well, no, I know this, that you should put your finger up to the mirror. And if like your finger doesn't meet the if reflection. If you hear somebody go, Ooh. <laughs> he's pointing at us. <laughs> he can see us. <laughs> no, if you, up. if you put your finger up to a mirror and the reflections don't touch if there's like a gap in the reflections mm-hmm. then that could be a two-way mirror or a one-way mirror yeah and you should punch through just to make sure uh, well it could be bulletproof glass mm. okay um so anyway they uh they go and they find the trolls weapons like a bunch mm. of swords and stuff and they're like cool we'll use these these trolls are gone and they continue on their way chapter 3 a short rest tom 
here they go on their journey again. Um, Gandalf is like, hey, I scoped up, I scoped out kind of the road ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. There's a, there's this, uh, <laughs> there's this fine. elf, there's this elf city, um, called Rivendell. Riverdale. Not Riverdale. Yeah, I wish. I wish <laughs> Archie and Jughead and the gang were there. Um, and uh, Bilbo could be like, ooh, Betty and Veronica, how do I choose? <laughs> uh, but no. Um, there's this chief elf called Elrond. Um, Elrod Hubbard? Elrond Hubbard. Um, and he's like, he like tells them things, like he can read the map that they're following to mm. the mountain that has all the freaking jewels in it and stuff. <laughs> And he's also like, hey, the swords that you have, um, they're used to kill goblins. So the Hobbit and the elves and the wizard stole swords from the from the trolls that are used to kill goblins. This is too much stuff to keep track of, Tom. This is Tim, why I can't get into I that I was going to say, you, you sound like a child making something up. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, and I think or like a child are... that's seen a movie that he didn't understand and is trying <laughs> to explain it to me. Yeah. Again, Tom, I was just trying to understand this enough to write down a synopsis to, <laughs> to recount here. I recently, uh, I, I saw my niece recently. My niece is three years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard she recently saw Ghostbusters. So uh, I was like, ah, I, I heard you saw Ghostbusters. Did you like it? She's like, yeah, I did. And then that night, the green ghost came to my room. And, uh, and Slimer like, came? Well, so he, her mom was like, yeah, I told my brother, uh, like, don't show her that movie. It's going to scare her. And sure enough, and then I'm talking to her. I'm like, oh, the green Slimer. That ghost has a name. It's Slimer. Say Slimer <laughs> came to your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, reinforcing well, I was like, oh, that not visited. a scary one. The librarian ghost, that's a scary one. Zool is very scary, but Slimer's fine. <sighs> do you think she really thinks that, or do you think she was trying to impress you? No, I, based on my line of questioning, I was like, oh, you really think this, huh? <laughs> this is, this let, is gonna let, be a problem let, yeah let me let me stop like keeping this fresh in your mind and causing problems <laughs> for your parents um they Zool find out that Gan- in the new ghostbusters tim played by olivia wilde because nowadays we need celebrities to play zool i guess not scary weirdos yeah not just scary weird women um, Gandalf's sword is called Glamdring. Glamdring. Okay. Anyway, this uh, Elrond guy, he reads the map and it describes how to get to the secret entrance mm-hmm. at the Lonely Mountain. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> Chapter four, Overhill and Underhill. Okay, they're um, traveling through the Misty Mountains, Tom, which you might know from the Led Zeppelin song, Misty Mountain Hop. Oh yeah, Led Zeppelin was like real into uh, Lord, uh, like the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, and underage girls. It's long <laughs> and treacherous over the mountains, Tom. The uh, the, uh, the the journey. Yeah, um, and it's they walk for a while. It's like they have to climb. They have to, you know, this whole thing, and then it starts raining again, Tom. Rain, the number one enemy of dwarves and hobbits. 
One thing they can um, both agree on. So they go into a cave and all fall asleep. Bilbo wakes up. Um, one of their ponies. They have ponies, by the way, Tom. Um, I guess that makes sense. They, they're yeah. too uh, small for horses. Um, gets attacked by goblins who were like coming out of the cave wall. Okay. Um, and Bilbo's like, "Oh crap!" Um, <laughs> and the gob the goblins capture everyone except for Gandalf. Um, and they're like, "We're gonna bring you to the Great Goblin." So they bring all the dwarves to the Great Goblin. And he's like asking them questions, like, "Hey, what's your deal?" And they're just like, "We, you know, there's a storm. We're just sleeping." And then they were like, "Hey, this sword that this there's this one dwarf Thorin. It's like your your sword is the Goblin Cleaver." Um, so it's like, "So we're gonna eat you, Thorin." Um, so the, the goblins try to eat him but then all the torches go out and it's pitch black and the goblins like get shot with sparks guess what Tom they hate sparks yeah Gandalf saved them oh so yeah. just just when <laughs> for the second time in like two days these dwarves <laughs> get in a tight spot and then Gandalf comes and saves the day um, I, I bet they weren't so uh, like, hey, leave, leave us alone, Gandalf. No, you know, we told you the first time to beat it. Now they're probably like, oh, th- thanks a lot. The dwarves were always around. cool with them. It was Bilbo the first time. The dwarves, He's a hobbit, the dwarves in all these movies seem like they're they're fairly easygoing. I mean, they're like yeah. uh, warriors. They like to fight and stuff, but like, you know, they they like to hang out. They like uh, you know drinking and stuff, right? I think I don't know, um, Tim. I misspoke earlier when I said Zool. I meant Gozer. Okay, yeah, because Zool is uh, that scary guy. Yeah, I meant I meant Gozer. I Oof, apologize. We're gonna get a lot of hate mail for that one. <laughs> People are gonna say you ruined their childhood. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Um. Chapter five. Oh, Bilbo when he's. When they're getting away, he fell and got knocked out or something. Um, so he wakes up. Yeah. Chapter five, riddles in the dark. Mm-hmm. Tom, guess what? He wakes up, he's all alone. He's like scrounging around. What does he find on the what does he find on the ground, Tom? Gandalf. A freaking ring. Oh boy. Be careful. He's like, I'm gonna put this in my pocket. Yeah, don't put so he's it walking on. around. He goes down this path. Um, and he's like underground, I think he's like in this big like cave structure, it seems like, and there's like mm-hmm. a lake. Guess who's there? Gandalf. Freaking Gollum. Oh. And like Gollum's like like talking yeah. all weird. G- give me that ring. Yeah, but he doesn't know he has the ring. And w- this is how I know. Um you know, like uh Bilbo's freaked out and he like takes out a sword and Gollum's like, oh, chill, chill. Um, hey, all right. Hey, we're all friends here. He's like, and he's basically like, let's do riddles, you know, Gollum <laughs> in his Gollum way. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, they make a deal. And like this, Tom, this chapter freaking the way Gollum talks and it was just like, come on, man, it's coming down to the wire. I'm trying to put this together before <laughs> we're recording this. It's like, can't you just well, talk JR, normal for JR a second? Our token didn't know this at the time. Can you please talk normal? So they make a pact or they make a deal. It's like a riddle game. Hmm. If Gollum can stump Bilbo, Gollum will eat Bilbo. Bilbo. 
if Bilbo stumps Gollum with a riddle, Gollum will give him directions out of the cave or whatever. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a fair deal. You should get to yeah. eat Gollum. And they go back and forth with Tom, like these riddles that are like, you know, rhyming riddles. Like, yeah. it's the, through the trees, my sweet song plays. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Get to the and point. The, yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, are you time? And it's like, oh, you know, like the, like that kind of stuff. They go back and I forth. I feel like They're time not... is like the answer to half riddles. Yeah, exactly. I think it is in this section, too. They go. <laughs> there's so many riddles that they go through that I was just like, I don't have time to make heads or tails of any of these riddles. But finally, um, uh, Bilbo stumps Gollum. You want to know what the riddle was? What? What have I got in my pocket? not a uh, fucking riddle it's yeah just that's a, just a guess just yeah. you know take a take a wild guess so Gollum gets it right he gets like three guesses and he's like your hands and it's like no <laughs> he, he took his hands out of his pocket and he's like see they're not anyway he gets well it wrong. if he had his hands in his pocket at first though then Gollum was right and should get to eat him <laughs> Well, whatever, because Gollum gets it all wrong, but then Gollum's like, you know what, I'm going to fucking eat you anyway, and he goes around <laughs> looking for his ring, and he's like, where the hell is my ring? Where is my ring? Not knowing, it's in freaking Bilbo's pocket. Yeah. But he gets pissed, and he's like, maybe you stole it, Bilbo. Very savvy, this Gollum. Mm-hmm. He starts like chasing him away, um, and Bilbo, I think, accidentally puts on the ring, and it turns him invisible. Is that yeah. what one of the rings? Says? I remember okay. that happens in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. With Frodo. Um and so like um Gollum like can't see him anymore, so Bilbo can get away. And then all these uh goblins are waiting for Gollum and Bilbo like runs by them too and he gets away. And end of chapter five. Well <sighs> a real um hair raising adventure. I mean, it does sound like a lot of stuff happened in five chapters. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you didn't like the riddle parts, but, you know. I mean, it's it's. I just think uh, there's too many different uh, types of mystical creatures in this. Yeah, well, yeah. And there's and, not and a you distinct even... hierarchy. I think it should be like, you know, like dog, cat mouse and like bird is in there somewhere between cat and mouse yeah so your problem is you don't know who eats who exactly it seems like goblins try to eat everybody yeah i mean i think that's pretty much the the lord of the rings rule that it's like yeah like anything that looks like a monster will try and eat whatever but then like elves humans dwarves wizards hobbits it's like oh, all the things that mostly look human maybe maybe they're short or they've got weird ears but like they they <laughs> come on they're a human being uh right they don't try and eat other uh yeah that's that's messed up like sentient beings were there any were there any orcs um, not that I'm aware of. I think those are like the, those are the, the dudes you have to worry about the most. Orcs. <sighs> I don't know if I can keep all this straight in my head, Tom. <laughs> well, all right. Forget, honest. forget what I said about orcs then, Tim. Don't no, worry I'm about not, orcs I'm not yet. Even, yeah, no. If, if orcs come up, I'll call you. 
If orcs come up, I'll forget about one. I'll forget what elves are or something. <laughs> Push them out to make room. No, elves are like hobbits, except they have beards. Um, no, you're that's dwarves. Oh shit! <laughs> what are elves? Elves have bows and arrows and pointy ears, and they're they look like Orlando Bloom. Were there any elves in this yet? No, right? No, but I think you mentioned elves that they like went by an elf city or something. Oh, yeah, I was conflating them with the dwarves. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, the dwarves must have oh, felt bo- at uh, home here. Don't, don't do that at a dwarf bar. They'll uh, no. libel throw you through the window. Yeah, like a dwarf could freaking. Yeah, no, I think I'd I think pull they their could. beard I'd, so hard. I think the dwarves are very strong. I'd pull their beard so hard. I think hard. maybe an elf couldn't throw you through a window, but they're very fast. Can you make me a cheat sheet here? <laughs> you should be taking this these as notes the the uh, creatures in lord of the rings who could throw you through a window or not <laughs> sound off in the comments please uh give us a, a, a short description of each of the beings in this book and whether or not they can throw characters. tim through a window yeah and if they'd be inclined to maybe some could think- but they're you know they they're like nah he can could hang out. Gollum muster the strength to throw me through a window? No, so but I think he, could, he he would like bite you really hard. He'd be like, "What the right. fuck?" Like this guy just this little I, thing. I mean, yeah, of course. Long story short, Tom, I'm staying away from Gollum if I encounter Gollum, him in any. I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I remember from the Lord of the Rings movies, Gollum used to be a Hobbit. The hell, and man. And it was like, a, like a spoiler. his desire for the ring turned him into mm. Gollum. Interesting. Well, I look forward to that. <laughs> um, and I look forward to you. Um, I think right now you can probably get um, started watching The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Maybe I will. I, You know, I, I've never seen these movies. Why not? I'll tell you why not, because I don't want to, but maybe I will. Um, I'll definitely Bradley watch the was first helpful one. to you, saying that uh, there's an old cartoon that's less than 80 minutes long. Yeah, I've heard about that cartoon, and apparently, I think, I think it's pretty good. I think people do like <laughs> it. It stars Huckleberry Hound. Oh, really? Well, that's why it's very good, then. That's why people like it. No, but I think it's like very uh, like well-animated. Yeah. Well, great. But yeah, we'll see. 60 we'll see frames per second. I mean, I, you can't ask 60 frames of animation, Tim. That's too many frames. Yeah, in like the 70s, their hands would have fallen off. They don't yeah. have computers to help with that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, look forward to hearing more about this uh, Hobbit. I look forward to hearing more about Slimer haunting your niece. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, it's like, yeah, the, the Slimer's not the one you have to be worried about. The other ones, oh, boy. Oh, boy, yeah. you, you should be scared of them. I but mean, that, nice that kind of implied to, to me that she was not shown the entire movie. That probably she was shown up to the point where Slimer appears freaked out. And it was like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> right. Yeah, three is a little too young for, for Ghostbusters. She loved for sure. it, though. She, call, she calls it Go-Busters. My she loves the, the fact that they all smoke cigarettes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's very cool. Um, my 
nephew, who at the time was four, saw the Sesame Street movie Follow That Bird, and that scared the <laughs> hell out of him to the point where after it was over, he went, I never want to watch that movie again. <laughs> Don't follow that bird. <laughs> it's a Sesame Street movie. I think he would his head would explode if we showed him Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, wait till he's 18 then. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Yeah. On his 18th birthday, Tim, hand him a blue, a 60 FPS Blu-ray of Ghostbusters and that month's issue of Penthouse Forum. <laughs> um, everybody, thank you for being patrons. We love you very much. Um, check it out next week for uh, the next installment of The Hobbit. Um, with your friends, Tim and Tom. Check it How out next week. Words? We'll be back in The Hobbit. I don't get it. Sister Act 2. Part, part 2 of The Hobbit. Back in The Hobbit. Back to The Hobbit. More Hobbit. The Hobbit. See you next week. Bye.